When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There have been calls for the voting age to be reduced to uh, 16. And there's now a campaign calling for the government to extend the right to 16 and 17-year-olds to vote. Joining me now is TJ Hogan, who's National Special Coordinator and Political Outreach Worker with Minkar Widden. Good morning, TJ. Good morning, how are you keeping? I'm very well. TJ, you in particular want this um, to go ahead. You want the voting age to be lowered to 16. Yeah, I do, particularly personally myself, uh, outside of my role within uh, what I do. And for the simple reason is that there's currently laws and legislation being adapted that uh, our younger people is going to take the major effect of. And for them to have a say uh, at the voting stages, I think, would be vitally uh, critical. So... That's that's my reasons, but we're having a, a, a webinar this evening to find out does everyone else agree with that. Uh, we have um, national policy director from the National Youth Council on tonight. We have our youth workers ourselves um, that's going to be chairing the conversation, along with young people as well that's going to be engaged in the conversation. So we're hoping that uh, we have a, a, an answer tonight, but also that we can engage the public and get that kind of census. TJ, you're particularly keen to have the voting age lowered to 16, as is a lot of the traveller community. Why is the traveller community so um, enthusiastic about having it reduced to 16? Well, 56% of our community is under the age of 21, which means that uh, for a population of less than 0.6%, which is 40,000 people, uh, 20,000 are co about uh, between 15 and 20,000 people are actually between the ages of 16 and 20. So if for, for political change, uh, we have to uh, kind of tap into that, um, to that, so we can allow uh, our, our our people to that are at the voting age to actually have a say at the table. Because as you know, the major social issues that are going on, there's there's actually very low turnout at the moment of travelling community actually mm. participating in the ballot box. And do you think that if the voting age was lowered, that that would increase? Yes, yeah, and it's it's not even just that for a wider society as well. You know, we allow our sixteen-year-olds to work. We allow our sixteen-year-olds to drive tractors, uh, have decisions on their sexual health, but we're not giving them a right to actually. Uh, go to the ballot box where these decisions are being made for them. You know, uh, we found out that there was a huge increase in youth voter from 18 to 21, particularly after the uh, Yes campaign. So there is an appetite for it, and it'll only create leadership and political awareness among our young people. There's no negatives to this on my end, what I can see anyway. And mm. so I think that it'll create real positive, and it will allow our young people to actually have a say in politics and policies that affect them, like climate change, you know, like accommodation matters, like policy like working you know so our young people are not being brought to the table at the moment from a wide perspective not just within the traveling community either you know so uh, it's a, it's really important that this age is uh, successful in being lowered because as i said we are giving our young people um uh, adults uh, having adult conversations with mm. them they're taking making adult decisions but we're not allowed to even go to the ballot box which is really strange 
TJ, do you think, I think when we have this debate all the time about lowering the voting age to 16, there's always people who will argue that, you know, teenagers are not, are not interested in politics, they're not going to come out and vote. But what you're saying is that if you catch them young when they're, you know, when they're teenagers, that it might actually increase their in- engagement. Yeah, look, you go out around any uh, fifth, uh, between fourth year up in, in any leaving uh, school, uh, you, you'll see that our, our society has actually become more politicised and we're, we're, we're leaving them with these decisions till they're 18. Well, I actually think that social responsibility actually be, is actually uh, done through actually giving these young people an opportunity to express their opinions. And you can't do that by not allowing them going to the ballot box. As I say, we give them opportunities around. We're, we're, we're taking tax off young people that can work from 16 on. You know, you can get married at 17. You can drive a car at 17 in this country. Within the family community, whether people agree or disagree, we have pe- uh, people married and having kids at 16 up. So, like, they're living that adult lives, but they're not allowed to actually have an input in society, which is, and people talk about social responsibility. Unless we give them the opportunity to have that responsibility, how can we ever expect anything different? Yeah, that's a really good point, TJ. You know, that people are getting married 16, 17, they're having families, they're doing all the things that adults are doing, but yet they can't have a voice when it comes to making decisions on what happens in the country. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is as well, our young people have always been underlooked, uh, overlooked. You know, they, they, we have a great lot of young people that are politically aware, that are leading out on issues such as climate change. You know, I look at the debate that happened, uh, the national protest that happened a couple of months back, where they shut down the schools because young people wanted to be attending them protests. You know, because mm. they matter to them. You know, and allowing them to have an opportunity to have a say on national policy and to have a say in the ballot box will actually make a huge difference in who represents them and who actually, uh, and what kind of policies and democracy we're living in. And if we're going to overlook that and just wait till they're 18, then you're, like, you're going to get, obviously, this disengagement from the political system, which we are seeing with our younger voters. Engage with them young, because we have CSPE, we have sex education, we have all these things that's been pushed in through the education system. But we're saying then you have to wait till you finish school to engage in the political system, which is kind of nonsense, really. TJ, what would you say to the argument? Now, I know you were saying that people who are 16 or people who are 17 are getting married and having families, but what would you say to this comment that has come in um, that 16 is too young because they don't have any life experience, they don't have enough life experience at that age? Well, can I say, can I come back with that when saying how, how, how people look at the vote, they direct the, the overall age in the dollar at the moment, you know, mm. how can they make real decisions and have feel, uh, feel that they're connected to that around climate change? when there might be uh, in their 50s, 60s or 70s, you know, these young people are going to be living in this planet and they're going to bring up the next generation. Mm. So we have to allow, if, in, if we want social responsibility uh, from our young people, we have to allow them to engage. To say that they're not mature enough is, is not a good enough argument because we can't accept social responsibility and deny them the opportunity to show us. So it doesn't make sense and it, it's, it's just an argument that does not work when you're talking about young people. Our young people are very, very educated. They're very, very smart. And you look at the stuff that they are very active on, you know, around yeah. climate change, around accommodation, around the cost of living now as well and other debates. And they are having their input. 
but their input isn't going far enough because they don't have a vote behind them. Yeah, like we've had so many teenagers on this show talking about those kind of issues that you're talking about there and they'd blow you away with their knowledge and their yeah. ability to put their yeah. points across, you know, excellent speakers, really well versed in what they're talking about and, you know, I, I, I can't see an issue for why they wouldn't be able to vote, you know. Yeah, and look look at Greta Thunberg, you know what I mean? She led the way, uh, and a lot of young people look up to her. And the thing is, is that we have a lot of them people in Cork, and we have a lot of them people across the country. We just, they just need to be given the opportunity. To say that they're politically engaged, it's very easy to be politically engaged when the stuff that you care about at 16 and 17 changes, and then when you're 18, all of a sudden you're asked to vote. Mm. You know, we should be engaging with these people and these, this, this community of, of young people, because they are very bright, they are very... And, and allow them to have their social say, because... At the end of the day, a democracy works on people having their say, and we're making decisions on behalf of these young people across the board on all different areas, and they're not allowed to go to the ballot box, which is very unfair. TJ, just from speaking to the 16 and 17-year-olds in the travelling community, do they get very angry that they're not allowed to have a voice on what's happening? Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to build up that that at the moment, and hopefully there will be a good turnout and good uh, viewing on the the webinar this evening. And we're trying to build that because we are finding that look, travellers at sixteen and seventeen, they do have families, you know, of their own, you know, uh, whether people disagree or agree with that, that's not for this conversation. But the thing is, is that like. Or growing up, you know, I know a 17-year-old that has a uh, 17-year-old that's married, married a year, that has two kids, can't get social welfare, you know, depending on their parents, yeah. and can't have a full, I can't have a say on how to change that system. So mm. we need to really have a conversation. If we're, we are asking people, and it comes back to the idea of social responsibility, if you're asking people to be socially responsible, then we should be allowing them to make the decisions where that's been had. Again, having a seat at the table for all. And TJ, you mentioned there about the webinar. It's on this evening at 7pm. And yeah. how can people log on? Uh, they can log on by uh, looking at the uh, Minkyo Widen Facebook page. It'll automatically come up live there. And there has been a link, but there's been a couple of technical issues. So we've okay. sorted them, but it'll come up uh, automatically live, bang on, 7 o'clock. Minker Widen, and that's M-I-N-C-E-I-R-S-W-H-I-D-E-N. That's it, yeah. Brilliant. TJ, best of luck with it. And, um, you know, you might let us know how it all goes. That's TJ Hogan. He's National Special Coordinator and Political Outreach Worker with Minker Widen. Thank you very much for that.